He says, I do not owe you anything. I want you out of the house. Did a family dispute. Then I heard a big old thud in the living room. Lead to unthinkable abuse. I just kind of looked at him and said, you know, you shouldn't talk to your mother that way. Irregardless. Wait till you hear the rest of the story. Shouldn't have put your hands on your mother. Judge Judy. to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's, it's okay, you can just do it. It's just, just say Internet Airwaves, it sounds really cool. Alright, sorry, I'm just... Internet Airwaves. Okay then, please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, your host, Mark Scalia. And welcome to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. It has been a wonderful uh, couple weeks off, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, not that I uh, I don't really enjoy this program, but it's been a, a really nice couple weeks. The weather's been nice. But we're back live again, and it's getting so close into the holiday season that this is our second-to-last broadcast of the year. <laughs> but... um. <laughs> Let's not think about that so much. Uh, right now, again, you are listening to Radio Regardless. You're nonstop. Uh, yeah, nonstop. You're non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. And remember, if you want to leave a question or comment for Radio Irregardless, you can email us here at uh, Radio Irregardless at gmail.com. Or if you're really impatient or you like to harass me because I've gotten a few harassing phone calls, the phone number is 978 219 once again, 978-219-9294. And as I speak to you, ladies and gentlemen, I am posting those on the uh, listen line. Let's see. There's the e- email. And let's do the quick phone number just in case, because some people just really want to just call and harass with the numbers, which is fine. Let's say And booyah. Boo. There we go. All right. Now that I've gotten that pesky thing out of the way, it's time for the Happening Now monologue, which I know that you all uh, love to hear. Uh, <laughs> a couple of things have been happening in the news, and I decided to go a little bit more topical um, this, uh, <laughs> this show. Um, Kanye West, two words that I can't stand together, um, put out a brand new video. Uh, called Bound 2. And I don't know if Bound 1 was any good, but Bound 2 sucks. Um, and he debuted the the, uh, the video on Ellen. And it, it this is the song. And it sounds really good. And the video looks good in the first few seconds. And it's like, yeah. It reminds me of like a 90s kind of boys to men kind of thing going. It sounds really good. And then all of a sudden... They might as well just put that, you know, the record scratching in the. And I'll just let you listen to it for a second. Uh huh, honey. All the mother niggas lame, and you know it now. 
Yeah, I, I thought something was wrong with the when I was watching. I was like, did somebody fuck up? It's just, which a, and then I was like, oh, Kim Kardashian's in it, and I've you know, it's not a great video. Her first video with Ray J, very good video, but this one, not. It's just it's god awful, terrible. It's like ridiculously bad. If you haven't seen it, it's on YouTube. Just punch in Kanye West, uh, or just punch Conway Kanye West if you really have to. Um, it's really god awful, and I just wanted to kind of just say that it's, you know, usually things you kind of avoid, stay away from, and the Kanye West video, and it's like you know, Car- uh, Kim Kardashian isn't even naked in it. There's like she's silhouetted out, and he's doing this weird. Move. Okay, that's enough of that. I'm sorry. I couldn't. Now I know a bunch of people are going to go to YouTube and then punch it right up, and it's going to be like, hey, look, there's 100 people watching. But that's, uh, and speaking of things to avoid, it is that time of year um, where um, the world against toys causing harm is back. Yes, Watch is back. Watch is an organization that um, doesn't like toys. And who doesn't like toys? Everybody likes toys. Toys. Christmas toys. But toys is a watch is a, a, a group that says toys, some toys are harmful and they try to get you to not buy it. Um, and I'm going to go through these fairly quickly. Uh, toy number one, the Army Force Automatic Rifle. It looks just like an AK-47 and it's almost the same size. Uh, and the, this is the warning. Choking hazard. It's a fucking gun, by the way. And it says not for children because it looks just like an AK-47 and they're the concern that people going to, kids are going to run out and cops going to go, oh, look, he has a gun and then they're going to shoot him. Toy number two. Now it gets a little ridiculous. The big rock and roll ball pit. It's a, it's a ball pit. It's an inflatable pit that you kind of jump in. And it, it's just warning, a caution, use only under competent supervision. Competent, competent supervision. Then it says, do not dive in, climb on, jump on. It's a ball to kind of be inside. It's ridiculous. Number three, the Max Steel Interactive Steel with Turbo Sword. That's ex- I didn't misspeak, I misspoke, or misspell it. That's exactly what it is. And it's a sword. And it says potential for potential for impact injuries. It's a sword. What do you think they're gonna do with it? Toy number four, ridiculous. The Disney Princess Backpack Fishing Kit. Let me repeat that. Disney's Princess Backpack Fishing Kit. They're gonna go fishing with a Disney with a Disney backpack. And it gets worse. The well, this is a toy that they say don't buy. It's the Black Widow folding slingshot. Potential for serious bodily injuries. Yes, it's a slingshot. It's really not a toy. It's more of a weapon. So that one I kind of agree with. The little drummer. Yeah, it's a drummer. It's and they said there's a choking hazard because kids can choke on the drumsticks. They're sticks. If a kid is putting a stick in their mouth that way. You got bigger problems. The boomerang catch and throw, a Rob Steen special. I don't know if you guys know this. Rob, uh, this Rob Steen's a comic who always posts. He got a boomerang and he's going to hit himself in the head. This is only, but this pro, this one is a dollar twenty seven, uh, and it's basically you get a case 
you get thirty. It's thirty dollars and forty six cents for a case of twenty four. So if you're buying a case of twenty four, there's a real good chance that these fuckers aren't coming back. So it's not a good toy. Let's see what's next. Toy number eight again with Disney. Disney's Baby Snow White. Wow, I don't even like to look at that. It's choking. Has it? It's my first. No, I'm not. That's an offensive toy. I don't just don't like it. The End Strike Jolt. Bolt, the Jolt Blaster. It's a, a Jolt Blaster. And it shoots darts. I mean, you know, they're saying, let's say, what's it recommended for? It's one of the 10 worst toys. And the, the 10th worst toy, the worst toy in the list, number 10, the Spooner. It's an ex-girlfriend that won't leave you alone. <laughs> no, it's it's a spooner. It's I don't even know what it is. I've tried to figure out what it is. I cannot figure it out. It says Spooner Incorporated makes it, and it it doesn't say anything else. It's made out of a poly. Maybe it's a board, a skateboard, or something. But I think my ex-girlfriend thing was probably funnier than that. Worse than that. I'll tell you what. We'll straight out the salon, bitch. There you go. <laughs> That's another Kanye. So if you get a chance to look at the Kanye West video, it is it's it's like I said, it's I want to like it cuz it's got some pieces of it and it's something about Kanye that I just can't dig in general, but what are you going to do? It's just a thing. It's just a thing. Uh, and we got a bunch of listeners uh, on Mixer and through MarkScalia.com, my website. And thank you guys for listening uh, and the Happening Mile monologue. And that's pretty much it. It's just to watch out. Be careful. Be careful. Take it easy, man. These toys are killing people. I remember when I had toys, the toughest thing was a slinky. And that was it. They're fucking slinky. How offensive could you be? I mean, it walked downstairs alone or in pairs, and it made a slinkity sound. (laughs) That's all we had. But enough of the Happening Now monologue. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Radio Irregardless, where tonight we're going to be playing... Are You Threatening Me? Which is exactly what the game is. I play some audio sounds about threats in a movie, and our wonderful contestants have to guess. And then, back by popular demand, because everybody's asked for it, and I've never played it, it's the You Want Cheese With That program, which is cheesy lines in a movie that, once again, our contestants have to um, have to guess. And who are our contestants, you may say? I'll wait for you to type it. No, I'm not going to wait. Our two wonderful contestants tonight, our two amazing comedians, funny guys, great guys. I've worked with both of them uh, all over the state, all over over New England, actually. Um, Will Noonan and Chris Penny will be uh, joining us in about uh, three minutes. But until then, we're going to take our first commercial break. And I didn't set it up. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So give me 15 seconds to kind of set this up. You know, I was hoping that I would have no I would have no problems this, this show. I'm like, I'm going to set the show up. It's going to be good. It's going to be fun. And I'm not going to have any problems. And it doesn't matter because it always happens that way. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, the Steve. Oh, I got this one. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. We'll be right back. (laughs) 
I mean, there I was, just trolling through the internet, and all of a sudden this leaf pops up. Turns out it's my cousin. Found out all the things she likes, you know, where she lives. It was actually really, really cool. And that's when I discovered Incestry.com. Visit Incestry.com and discover the world's largest online resource. You don't have to know what you're looking for. You just have to start looking. You're listening to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia, because obviously there's nothing else to do on the internet than this. I guess in and itself is an accomplishment. So congratulations. You've finally done something with your lives. At a wedding toast, he confessed to giving the bride chlamydia. People know him as that guy. He'll ask about your children at a urinal. He once approached an undercover officer for drugs in front of a police station. He is the most inappropriate man in the world. I don't often drink beer, but when I do, it's at an AA meeting. Stay thirsty, my friend. You're listening to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia, because obviously there's nothing else to do on the internet than this. And we're back at Radio Irregardless. Yes, that was Steve Kalishman doing our... He was actually doing our last live show, and uh, he is a funny guy, and he lives in Salem, so he he, uh, he made it into the studio that one special time. So, ladies and gentlemen, in case you're wondering, with me live via Skype would be my two amazing um, guests tonight, Will Noonan and Chris Penny. And uh, as always, we're going to go in alphabetical orders, uh, and we're going to start with Mr. Will Noonan. And Will, please introduce yourself to the lovely listening audience we have. Hello, everybody. Good evening. <laughs> and tell that was wonderful intro. Uh, and Will, <laughs> uh, tell the listening audience about yourself, what you do. I mean, you're a wonderful stand-up comic. You tour, you tour all over the uh, all over New England and all over the country as well. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of like the Northeast. I kind of go down to like Southern Pennsylvania. That's about as south as I go. And uh, I'm trying to get out to more places, but I guess if I'm known for anything, I'm kind of known as like uh, an internet kind of stand up. I have a lot of, uh, I get a lot of like Twitter stuff and uh, these jokes I write. I put them on a picture of myself, and they they get sent around all over. <laughs> so you, you you're trying to get your break through the internet? Is that what's it, got? To- <laughs> it's not. You know what's so weird, man? I, I never even thought of it the other like I never thought of myself that way, but the other day some kid uh he was like writing a list on Twitter and he said, I'm one of his favorite internet comedians and I was like, Wow, well if that's a thing, I'll take it. There you go. Well that's like whatever. Be- I mean we're on the internet right now doing comedy, Yes we so. yes we are. Yes we are. And certainly uh a lot of um a lot of very uh, infamous comics have actually um, made their way. I mean, Dane Cook with MySpace has kind of jumped into the, you know, the uh, ether sphere and and really broadcast well, that. Remember how back in the day they used to have like strip clubs used to have stand up comedians in them all the time. Yeah, kind of. So no one goes to strip clubs anymore because there's so much porn in your laptop. What? 
people still want a little bit of comedy with their nudity. So when they're done with the porn, they switch back to some. They want some comedy, so they switch over to the stand-up clips and stuff. So you're still getting to the audience uh, when they're sexually aroused, which is all I want. <laughs> so, so after you're done and then you wipe up, you can just click right to willnoonan.com. Is that what we can do? Exactly. And speaking of that, know. let me uh, let me post that. It's Will Newton. Let's, let's <laughs> and I don't know a good porn site. Uh, Wrong. That's I'm not. I'm I'm lying. I know man. tons of good porn sites. And um, <laughs> every guy can name eight off the top of his head at any time. Eight. Eight. I don't think I could do eight. Uh, you're right. I could probably do sixteen. <laughs> sixteen to twenty. <laughs> yeah, but if you don't, and I'll t- you know something. Why don't Why don't our listeners actually? I mean, if you do want to listen to Will Noonan, and before you actually masturbate, that's fine too. Yeah. Because you know sometimes, sometimes Will can't follow the big, um, you know, throat, uh, <laughs> butt video. You know what? My album <laughs> is like a Girls Gone Wild infomercial at one a.m. It's just it gets you in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> and and without further ado, let's let's on a, on a, on an up note. Also with me, listening. Uh, also, um, participating in Skype, uh, Mr. Chris Penny. And am I saying is it Penny? I keep wanting to say Penny. Is it Penny or Penny? Penny, just like the money. Just Penny. Oh, Penny like the money. See, I'm Italian, so I go Penny. Yeah. <laughs> Like vodka, like vodka. So, so Chris, tell a listener. Oh, Stevie's looking for you. Hold t- on, we got a special guest, Scotty Lombardo. Who? Scotty Lombardo just entered my car. Oh, okay. who's farting in here? I did. Oh God in heaven! Nice time with you, fucking. This is Max Scalia's radio show. Yeah, and you, you can say a lot of stuff. Just don't see word it. That's all. <laughs> Sorry, but. I'm at. You can smell farts on the radio, man. But I am sitting outside of uh, an open mic, getting ready to go on to practice my my wares. Oh, all right. Well, Chris, I'll tell you what. Before uh, before we get too more into it, tell the listening audience about you, or you, what you do, where you go. Are you um? <laughs> are you? I'm, uh, I'm all over. You're. I'm, uh, I've been down south a little bit, out in, like Chicago once or twice. Anywhere they'll have a stage, I'll tell jokes on it. But yeah, I'm definitely a New England guy myself, like Will. And how long you been doing it, Chris? Um, about coming up on nine years, I guess. Comedy um, veterans. Eight of them pretty shitty. Though. <laughs> and and who's the unexpected guest we have today? I've been doing it eight nine years. I've had a lot of. Oh, hello. Did I lose hello? Chris? Chris, what's uh, up? Here. Yeah, who's the uh, who's I'm the who, who's the unexplained guest that popped in your car? Which is strange. This is, uh, I, I don't know. If I some, of the, some of the listeners may know him. Uh, he's another comic. He's Scotty Lombardo. Never heard of uh, him. A, anyway, <laughs> Scotty who? You, you probably will never hear him again either. <laughs> he, he runs, um, Scotty who? Exactly. He runs, uh, <laughs> a couple of shows. He runs the open mic uh, tavern at the end of the world. <laughs> Uh, I came out looking for Chris to tell him to go on. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I didn't know he was this important. He's wicked important. Well, he's <laughs> well. If Chris, if you need to go, man, if you come, because I know how I'm funny. Because you know, so far it's not very funny on this show. So let's. <laughs> so wow. you, no, you could certainly, uh, you could certainly. Um, if you do, you need to go. Do you getting on stage, or are you gonna? Yeah, I was gonna grab a couple 
uh, a spot, but I was thinking I'd do I'd hang out with you guys, and then when I'm done here, I'd head back in. Oh, all right. Well, we, we you know we'll be done around ten o'clock, I guess. I mean, they still yeah, going no, at ten. No, Scotty, Scotty just came out to let me know, but he's going back in. Okay. <laughs> That's like the weirdest thing. It's just guy. And you see, the listeners don't like. We got a lot of people chatting up. A lot of people are actually in there, and um, it's it's a very strange thing because like, oh, we're on Skype, and people people go, oh, they're on the internet and they're listening. But you forget that Skype can be on your phone, and your phone can be anywhere. And yeah. you know, and you guys are calling in from all over the place, which is, and all of a sudden I'm like, what happened there? Is Chris getting mugged? I don't know what's happening. <laughs> He's I'm like, outside an open mic. <laughs> just, he's yeah. just getting jacked. That's all. <laughs> so, um, yeah, some new, new stuff I want to work out. So that's how you do it. Yeah. So now, uh, since you're well, since you're at an open mic, we'll kind of talk about that because, um, I mean, uh, there are a few open mics. I'd I'd like to go up to the Winter Circle on uh, Tuesdays, and obviously you're at uh, you're at Tavern at the end of the world tonight. Yep. Okay. Yeah, and then I'll probably head over to the Baron that's in Davis Square after this. There you go. So he's always awesome. And Will, how come you're not? Oh, Will's the internet guy, so he doesn't no, have to I'm, go anywhere. I'm, I'm outside of an open mic right now. Are you, what the fuck am I doing home? <laughs> <laughs> and Will, where are you? I'm in Warwick, uh, Warwick, Rhode Island. Oh, actually. don't brag uh, about that, please. I don't. It's <laughs> I come. I go south sometimes and do some of the Rhode Island mics on Wednesday nights. Really? Watch out. Nights. They tend to steal jokes. Um I hear that actually. Actually, you know the what? funny the funny thing is, about twenty years ago when I started, we would do jokes in in Rhode Island. Be like, "Wow, these guys are stealing jokes." They'd at least wait until you were done with your set down in Florida. You do a set, and the guy after you would do your fucking act. <laughs> and I'm not lying. Twenty years ago, but I yeah, saw see, a guy one one time I was down here and I opened for uh, I was hosting, and the feature kept stealing jokes from the headliner, what? and the manager kept coming back and telling the headliner what jokes he couldn't do because the guy. I was doing his whole act right in front of him. I couldn't believe it. What the? F- that ain't never right. I've seen that before since. It was crazy. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. My favorite is saying to people like, "Oh, what did you think of my set?" And then just telling them, "Oh, I liked it when so and so did." It <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's much <laughs> easier. That my favorite thing is when someone's one time. Christine Hurley like worked with me twice in like a month and she thought I stole from myself like she was like I just worked with a guy a month ago who did all the same shit and I was like yeah that was me <laughs> I, yeah, I got a haircut settle down yeah, <laughs> yeah calm down well, she was ready to fucking kill the guy <laughs> well it's good to see see now you guys are working comics you've been out a long time but still always doing the open mic thing trying to trying to get the axe going and and I'll tell the listeners I mean I just worked with we just worked together, what, um, last two weekends ago? Yeah, I think that, it was last week. Right? The Room and Shirley was the benefit show. And, mm-hmm. and dude, you killed it. It was great. It was fantastic. And, um, and I mean, I was in the middle, which, you know, and then, of course, uh, uh, Jim Collin. Jim Collin. Yeah, Jim was closing. Um, and then, Chris, you and I worked together. We probably worked together, well, about maybe five, six months ago. And, you know, it was kind of the same thing where you're kind of opening and you guys are, you guys are really good. I mean, and I've always felt both with you guys that you guys should be higher in the food chain, depending on the, depending on the show. Let me, well, let me just preface it. Um, What I'm saying is you guys are both amazingly funny and I mostly see you guys either opening. Is there a reason why you're not like, I believe you guys should be middling both of you. 
should both be killing us, it. Both of us do. We it we're, I I always talk to Chris because I I actually think there's no one else in Boston who has a more similar sort of work schedule than I do than like Chris and like we both do. We both headline sometimes. We both middle sometimes. We both host sometimes. It's just yeah, like, yeah. I, I've known like we're workaholics is what it is. Yeah, and I know I've seen yeah. you guys close. I've seen you listed for closing shows. I'm just talking about shows that I've kind of float around. I've I've said this about both of you guys, both to the both the agents and to other comics, and I'm like these guys are these guys are really fucking funny. They're making me work, which is I love to work. <laughs> Um, but, and I'm like, why aren't these guys, and then I've been on some shows where I'm like, why is Chris opening and this guy's middling, uh, you know, and, or why is, why is Will doing 10 and this guy's doing 30? It's like, it doesn't make sense. So, I mean, you guys, are, you, I know you, there's a lot of, there may be some work, maybe not a lot of work, but you guys seem to be really hustling for all fucking all the work at some point. <laughs> I mean that's uh, and like Will said I mean we do a little bit of everything and my goal like I've had a lot of people recently say like I you know and they've a lot of people have moved moved me and I know Will up to feature yeah and then they're kind of amazed because if you're working as a host people see oh he's got a great 10 but they may not realize that you have more than that right Right. So then that first time they move you up to feature, and they're like, oh, okay, yeah, no, you have material. So a lot of it's yeah. just... Yeah. And I, I will they see you do that half hour, they don't know you have a half hour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I will, so, I will tell the listeners this, too. If I know that you're listening you know, through a website, no matter what, um, feel free to open up another tab and visit both these two guys, because they've got a lot of great stuff. Um, their schedules are full. Obviously, they're working tonight. Not only are they at open mic shows, but they're doing a call-in for a fucking radio station. That, they're whores. They are just <laughs> whores. I mean, I, I miss being that hoary. I was like, my God. I'm like, eh, I'm not driving an hour for nothing. That's crazy. But you guys are like still hungry and you know what's the quote uh from what is it rocky rocky three that's when we met rocky you had the eye to tiger that instinct yeah, and had that you find that when i had it <laughs> <laughs> you, gotta be, you gotta be hungry oh um, I mean, one of our uh one one of our listeners just posted a question to you guys, um, and uh, since I started with Will, I'll, I'll ask Chris the question first. Um, uh, Karen would love to know, uh, who was your favorite comic growing up? Chris and Will. We'll start with uh, Chris. Favorite comic growing oh. up? Um, I've, I kind of got into comedy with um, Bill Cosby. I mean, I think that's why I tend to be cleaner. And uh, more like about family stuff, but my favorite was all like pretty much George Carlin was the guy I kind of listened to after like after I learned what comedy kind of was, I I kind of stuck with George Carlin and all of those those guys of his ilk. Yeah, and it's it's strange because Bill, you think Bill Cosby and George Carlin, they're on the same kind of level, but they're kind of extremes so far away from each other. I mean, they're both very creative, but yeah, George Carlin would. Um, I think every other album he had was like dirty, and then every other, like everyone was, every other one was clean. So, and uh, I think, I think with him back in the day, it wasn't. It was dirty. Like he would just be saying stuff you couldn't say. But yeah, it wasn't filthy. Right. Like they talk about dirty now. Yeah, there's a difference between swearing and being dirty. Yeah. Like, like Lisa Lampanelli is dirty. Eddie Murphy is dirty. <laughs> yeah, Eddie Murphy is dirty. Uh, and but I mean, some of 
some of the stuff now is like it's it's not even dirty. It's just filthy. They may not yeah. swear, but there's no like half the adults in the room are uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. If they're talking about the genitals or they're talking about sex with the genitals or it's without, it's really weird. Like I notice you can talk about balls all day, but like there's like once you talk about a vagina, it's like a ticking clock. You have like 20 seconds to get your point across. Well, my closing bits of big vagina joke, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I say, I well, think see, it's... size of the vagina yeah. longer the joke. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, and. And and Wills, who was uh, who was your kind of inspiration or your favorite? I comic? was uh, when I was a kid. I used to love Seinfeld. Bef- even before he had the show, he had a HBO special that I used to really love. And uh, I was also a big fan of Richard Pryor. And even though he's not a stand-up, I loved Bill Murray as well. So like those three guys were like uh, the big three for me growing up. Cool. Yeah, love oh, Bill oh, Murray. I still love Bill Murray. Anything Bill Murray does, I think, is hilarious. What What was that movie he did? With, I'm sorry, Chris. What? No, I was gonna say, how old are you, Will? Thirty one. I, I like like I watched Ghostbusters a lot growing up, and <laughs> <laughs> like every day. But so that was like a big thing for me, comedy wise. But stand up wise, I would get the older HBO stuff. So it was like Seinfeld's kind of special, and then. I remember there was a Michael Keaton. A lot of people forget that Michael Keaton did stand up. Oh, yeah. He was, yeah, he, he did stand up TV before. Yeah, he did stand up before he was uh, doing. Like, Mr. that's what got him Mr. Mom. He had some good stuff, too. Like, I remember one of his bits, like, to this day. And then I loved the Richard Pryor movies. And then I got into his. My parents had his uh, stand up records. So I still think Brewster's Millions is one of my favorite Richard Pryor movies. <laughs> I love funny, Brewster's Millions. That's the one his, his family, like, is like ashamed of that movie what like, oh no wait no that's the toy that they're ashamed yeah the of. toy is a yeah, god-awful terrible yeah, movie and ending yeah. on a circle that we started with the kid who was in the toy went into porn there you go oh there's a little bit of yeah. a round the horn kind of thing there's he, another reason yeah. to open up another tab <laughs> 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 Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Radio Irregardless with me, Mark Scalia, and with me on the, via Skype, Chris Penny and Will Noonan. And we're going to take another quick back uh, break. And when we come back, we're going to play the big games. We know we love the games. We'll be right back. His aloofness has been described as apathetic. He doesn't lean left or right. His Facebook status is whatever. He once had a three-hour conversation with a woman and only said three words in the last minute. He is the most uninterested man in the world. I don't often drink beer. I don't really care what I drink. Stay thirsty, my friends. This is Dave Decker, and you're listening to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia, USDA Prime Choice Radio. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294.
And we're back at Radio Air, regardless, with your host, me, Mark Scalia. That's what we're doing. And now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, with me via Skype, Chris Noonan and Will, I'm sorry, Chris Noonan and Will Penny. I just messed you guys up. Chris Penny and Will Noonan. I'm having so much fun. I'm confusing all the fun. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're about to play... Are, uh, are you threatening me? Which basically what I do is I play a clip from a movie that involves a threat. And our wonderful contestants have to guess the movie. Only the movie. And each each correct guess is worth one point. Now, as, as most of the games I play, you have whoever is going has one guess. And then after the one guess, if they get it wrong, then the other, then the opponent has a chance to steal that is how we play this game. So let me open up a text editor so I can keep track of how to play. Uh, I'm going to go with Chris here. Yeah, because I'm so bad. I, I, I take Chris Noonan or Chris Penny? It's Chris Penny and Will Noonan. Will <laughs> Noonan. 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 Penny. So, yay. yay, Penny. <laughs> Penny. Chris Penny. It's, it's Will Penny. <laughs> so here's what we're going to do. Since Chris um, Chris went second in the introductions, he goes first in the games. So every time, this will be your correct sound, and this will be your incorrect sound. That ain't right. There you go. <laughs> so... Can we switch those? No. <laughs> uh, little, right. uh, who knows with who says this and what movie it's from? That ain't right. That ain't right. That ain't right. I don't know. Yeah, I guess that not. ain't right. That's Jimmy Kahn from Middleman. Oh, Middleman, actually. Obscure. I love Jimmy Kahn, though. Yeah, okay. So, Chris, you will be going first. And here is, and remember, you get one guess. And then, if not, Will gets a chance to steal. Here we go. Chris, you ready? I'm ready. I will rain <laughs> down on a godly fucking firestorm upon you. I am talking scorched earth, motherfucker. I will massacre you. I will fuck you up. <laughs> what movie? I'll I know it, but I have no idea. I'll play it uh, one I will more rain time. down on a godly fucking firestorm upon you. I am talking scorched earth, motherfucker. I will massacre you. I will fuck you up. I need a guess. Cinderella? <laughs> Close. No. Will, chance to steal? Uh, Tom Cruise in A Few Good Men? No, no. The firm. It, the firm. It was Tom Cruise, but it was Tropic I, Thunder. Oh, that ain't right. Oh, yeah. Yes, See, I'm I, like, I know the voice. I know the the word. I don't know what it is. Though. It was so dramatic. I thought it might have been. Uh, a, few, a few of our listeners got it, actually. Yeah, good one. All right. I, you know, Tropic Thunder passed through my mind, but. Here we go. Will, <laughs> Will, you ready? Chris, get a chance. You got to listen, because just in case you made the, scare, this, the steal. Here we go. I don't right. care who you are back in the world. You give up position one more time. I'll bleed you real quiet. Leave you here. Got that? <laughs> I'll play it again. <laughs> I don't care who you are back in the world. You give up position one more time. I'll bleed you real quiet. Leave you here. Got that? I need a guess, Will. Uh, I'm going to say uh, Apocalypse Now. <laughs> nope. Chris, your guess? Sleepless in Seattle? 
can't do I, the same movie twice in a row. No, he said Cinderella first. <laughs> that ain't no, right. I thought you played the same movie. I thought no. that was Tropic Thunder again. Yeah. No, it's actually uh, from Predator. Uh, it's from Predator, yeah. and I forget the actor's name, but he's the uh, uh, the black guy shaved head, and he's yelling at Carl Lewis. Oh, if gosh. he makes one more mistake, okay, you, yeah. you give away a position yeah. one more time. I'll bleed you real square, quiet like. <laughs> it's just Damn. fucking scary. All right. No points either round. Now we're going back to we're Chris. Turn it up, Will. Here we yeah, go. Man, we stink. Here we go. Who said gremlins? Really? Somebody posted gremlins. <laughs> uh, it, I don't remember that scene in gremlins. All right, Chris, this one is to you. I'm going to shove one of those fake hearing devices so far up your ass, you can hear the sound of your small intestine as it produces shit. (laughs) I will play it one more time. Uh, I'm going to shove one of those fake hearing devices so far up your ass, you can hear the sound of your small intestine as it produces shit. (laughs) Chris, I need a guess. (laughs) All about Uh, Eve, isn't it? I'm going to go with... Step Brothers. Oh. Yes, he got one. That is Will Farrell with Step Brothers. Yes, screaming at his his actually his um his uh, stepfather. Don't touch my drums. Don't then. I will teabag your drums, by the way, just in case you want to know. Will, you ready? Yeah. Don't mess with the bull, young man. You'll get the horns. Classic movie. Don't mess with the bull, young man. You'll get the horns. Come on, Will. Uh, this movie, in your defense, this movie came out when you were fucking born. So, <laughs> you play it one don't mess more with time? the bull, young man. You'll get the horns. Don't mess with the bull, son. You'll get the horns. Uh, I think even our listeners are getting this one. Up, oh, our listeners are killing it. Can't it, Richard Dreyfus really, Kim? Oh my God, no way. Is it a? I need a guess. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It is not. Uh, Chris. Uh, I'm going to go with Raging Bull. <laughs> Are you trying? Is it Fast Times? I have no idea, so I'm just going to incorporate Bull into the it's, title. It's from The Breakfast Club. Don't mess with the oh, Bull, young man. You'll get the horns. Man. Yeah. yeah that, Fucking can't. I've always seen that once. Fucking Catalina Wine Mixer. That's what it is. <laughs> I was talking about uh, Pretty in Pink earlier today. That uh. makes that gets me a point, half a point. I don't know. No, not at all. Not at all. Anything with Molly Ringworm has got nothing in it. So <laughs> this is really obscure. I and I don't know if know if our listeners get this. I had to actually look for this one, but it's a great, great threat. Chris, here it comes. One more peep out of you, Weisenheimer, and I'll butter your necktie. <laughs> and again. One more peep out of you, Weisenheimer, and I'll butter your necktie. Oh boy. One I, more. I would have to guess just because it's old timey dragnet or something. Nope. Will? One more. Can I hear it again? One more peep out of you, Weisenheimer, and I'll butter your necktie. Oh, man. I'm going to guess Weekend at Bernie's. No. <laughs> it's, fr- <laughs> <laughs> it's actually from a movie called Harvey from oh, the 50s. Jimmy Stewart? Is that the rabbit one? <laughs> yes, I believe it was. Yeah, that's the Jimmy Stewart one where he sees the invisible rabbit, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. see? Yeah. yeah. Oh, buddy, one more word from you, I'll butter your necktie. All right, now it goes to Will. All right. Shut up, Chip, or I'll go ape shit on your ass. <laughs> I'm going to 
I'll scissor kick you in the back of the head. <laughs> I know that one. Shut up, Chip, or I'll go ape shit on your ass. I'm going to scissor kick you in the back of the head. <laughs> go for it, yeah. Will. Talladega Nights. Talladega Nights. Thank you, baby Jesus. And I only live on a little baby Jesus. Uh, all right. We are. <laughs> you don't you big red, then fuck you. <laughs> we are. It is one to one so far. An epic battle. Will. Epic battle to poo and fro. Here we go. Number seven goes to Chris. I got something planned for your wife and kid that they ain't never going to forget. They ain't never going to forget it. Neither will you, counselor. It's a very, very tough. It was. It's a remake. Well, this one isn't, but they remade it. I got something planned for your wife and kid that they ain't never gonna forget. They ain't never gonna forget it. Neither will you, counselor. And that's that's from the original, right? Yes, this is from the original. Cape Fear. Cape Fear. Oh, oh, killing it! Killing it! Good, good. Chris is guess. now two. That was a very good guess. Very and, and lead actor. Who says that? I can't remember his name. Mitchum. Uh, the, is, I think the, what's that? Is it Robert Mitchum? Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Robert Mitchum. I can see him in my head, but yeah, couldn't think of his name. But yeah. Now, now this next one, I think Will won't get, but I think Chris will. But it unfortunately, Will starts it. Here we go. I'm gonna hit you so hard it'll make your ancestors dizzy. <laughs> oh man! Uh, I'm gonna hit you so hard it'll make your ancestors dizzy. I know who the actor is. It's the guy from the uh, New York Dolls, right? Uh, it sounds a lot like Harvey Firestein. Um, I'll give you a hint. It's a it's an animated film. <clears throat> oh. Is it really? It this one is. Yes, this is an animated film. One one more time. I'm going to hit you so hard it'll make your ancestors dizzy. Jeez. I'm just going to guess uh uh <laughs> <laughs> I need a guess. Uh Snow White and Snow That ain't right. No, that ain't right. <laughs> Chris, your chance to steal. Uh, Roger Rabbit, and that's the baby character. No, that no. ain't right. No, that is from Mulan. It's the dragon. Oh my god! I know it wasn't really? the dragon. It wasn't the dragon. It's one of the guards threatening Mulan. threatening Mulan. I bet I guess it's got to be. It's got to be the same actor that did the baby and. No, the yeah. guy who did the baby is actually a comic who does the voice of Roger Rabbit. He did like four voices. It's um, oh okay yeah yeah. Yeah, um, what's his name? Our listeners are get it. The listeners are killing it. Oh, Jason got Mulan. Wow. I never, I've never seen Mulan in my defense. Couple yeah, of, yeah. all my right. Daughter was, my daughter was old enough. I never had to see it. So. <laughs> Chris, here you go. This one's easy. And if you betray us, I'll rip your fucking balls off and stuff them up your ass so that the next time you shit, you'll shit all over your balls. Got it? I got uh, honestly, I got nothing on that. Well, I'll play it again. Uh, and if you betray us, I'll rip your fucking balls off and stuff them up your ass, so that the next time you shit, you'll shit all over your balls. Got it? <laughs> wow! Is it um, enter the tongue? It is <laughs> enter the tongue. No, it's home Have of the whopper. Home of the whopper. No, that ain't right. No, <laughs> Will, what do you think? Uh, I'm gonna guess Team America World Police. That is correct. Hey. This nice, is nice. that was a good one. All right, we're all tied up. Will, here you go. This one's tough. 
You can see this knife? I'm gonna teach you to speak English with this fucking knife! <laughs> you can see this knife? I'm gonna teach you to speak English with this fucking knife! Mmm. Uh, Birdman of Alcatraz? Oh. Uh, that ain't right. No. Chris, your chance to steal. I, uh, baby, stay out. <laughs> Gangs of New York. You can see this knife? I'm going to teach you to speak English with this fucking knife. Yes. Scorsese. Yes. And Kim uh, Kim uh, threw a little um, foul into this. Kim is saying uh, a lot of stuff about shit and balls and things being shoved in this game. Yes. And those, and, and those are the ones we've gotten right. Those, <laughs> those are the ones we got right. So we it's two to two, but the saving grace is we have another quick game. And it's very nice. quick. We're going to speed round. So here's what we're going to do. Let's get rid of that one. And let's get rid of that one. And let's get rid of that one. All right. Here we go. Who said that? Who said that? Who the fuck said that? Yeah, that's what we're going to play. Who the fuck said that? All right. Since Will got, Will got the last one. No, nobody got the last one. But Will got the last correct one. You'll start first. You get one guess. I'm playing it once. You get one guess. Then once to steal. Here we go. My mom always said life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> Will? Seriously, I have to guess who that is. Who said that is the is the question. Who said that? Uh, known diabetic and husband of Rita Wilson, Tom Hanks, in the movie <laughs> Forrest Gump. That is correct. <laughs> yes. Chris, here we go. Who said that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. Who said that? Austin Powers. Austin Powers said that. Yes, he did. Will, who said this? You know what the difference is between you and me? I make this look good. Will, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air Smith. <laughs> Men in Black, one. That is correct. Chris, who said this? The who? The her. <laughs> what? <laughs> are you gonna use the Are you gonna use the excuse that you're on a, a cell phone and you didn't hear it? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna use the excuse of I totally missed that. I have no idea what that was. Oh, should I play it again, listeners? No, it's not the I mask. Will, I will back down. I could. I just it, all right. I could give you a guess. Here we go. I'm gonna play it again. I'll play it again for you because it's very obscure. The who? The her. I know the little cheek thing, but I have no idea. Will? Jesus of Nazareth. No. Uh, (laughs) Jim Carrey, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. That is correct. Oh, now I know what he said. No, Kim, it's not. You know, Kim Kim Santos, Kim Santos always plays this game, and she thought it was Chris Tucker from The Fifth Fifth Element. He did not. He went. Yeah. That's what he he's, did. He's great in that. Though. Which is, I love that movie. Yeah. Uh, yep. Let's see. Let's see. Who's going next? The uh, Ace Ventura is gone. And this goes to Will. So far, Will, you're five to three. Ooh. Will's winning. Here we go, Will. Must have the precious. 
Who said uh, that, Will? Gollum, Lord of the Rings. Yes, I would have accepted Schmeagel as well. Oh, Mr. Schmeagel. <laughs> Mr. Schmeagel. All right. You have to catch you have to catch these running, Chris, and Will's going to blow it. Here we go. Who said this? I want to play a game. Uh, no, I don't want to play a game. I, I, I want to play a game, but I'm not going <laughs> to We actually do Jigsaw's word problems. Oh, I fucking oh, gave okay. it away. Ah, I fucking gave it to you, Chris. Who said it? I was gonna. Well, I was gonna just throw out the uh, the computer from War Games in the eighties, <laughs> but I guess. Yeah, I don't know who it is either. Really? Yeah, I don't think so. It's it's Jigsaw from Saw. I fucking gave it uh, to you both. Yeah, he, he actually said it, Will. So uh, I zoned out for a second. Uh, all right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> fucking here we go, Will. Your turn. Okay. <laughs> who said it? Jim Carrey in the mask. Uh who? Jim Carrey in the mask. What? No. What? Chris? Chris? Uh, can I hear that again? Okay. <laughs> I still think I'm right. <laughs> Now, Will said Jim Carrey in The Mask. Chris, what is your guess? So, if he's kind of, is it The Mask? It is The Mask! Oh, my God. <laughs> Just like Jeopardy, you got to hit it on the fucking numbers, boys. <laughs> Technicality. Don't worry, Will. I think you got me. You got me by a country mile. No, no, no. He's, it, no, you just scored. You're up to four now, I think. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah, he's like seven. No, he's six. He's six. He's still six. Believe me. Besides, this, I can jury-rig this whole fucking thing. Nobody's paying yeah. attention. Uh, Chris, this is yours. Do you like scary movies, Sydney? <laughs> this one's going to be tough. Uh, Do you like scary movies, Sydney? Uh, 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 the only thing I can think of is The Crypt Keeper. No, Will. It's the killer from Scream. I need more than that. The uh, Billy wearing the mask. The I, character's I, name is Billy wearing the Scream mask in Scream. I need more than that. <laughs> Hold on, are you shitting me? Yes, I need more than that. Ah. Oh. It scream from the movie screen. No, the name of the killer, because we don't know who modulated their voice in those moments. It could have been Billy or it could have been Matthew Lillard, the other character. But the name of the killer is actually Ghostface. Oh, man. I didn't <laughs> even know that was a thing. <laughs> Here you go, Chris. Who said it? Oh, what's in the box? <laughs> oh. Oh, did I get I cut off? Of- Hello? No, you're still here. You're there. Oh, I got it. Well, uh, we still got you. Oh, sorry about that, guys. It's all right. No, it's you got you. You just didn't get the go. You just didn't get the answer. Chris, do you get it? Oh, what's in the box? <laughs> I, I, the only thing I can say is Brad Pitt, but I don't know the character's name. Don't know the character's name? 
Well, I do not. I don't. The character's name I don't remember. Detective, I want to say Briggs in Seven. Is it Briggs or Riggs or Griggs? No, that you. <laughs> the movie That's is not Seven. Oh, I don't know. It's okay. Hold on. Did you say? I said Briggs was my first one. Briggs. His name is Briggs. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Thought I got it right. So did I. No, the uh, the character's the character's name is uh. Let's see. I just saw it. It's David Mills. The character's oh, name is David Mills. It was, David in fact, Mills. Brad Pitt, but... Yeah, in seven. All right. Chris, oh, here we go. You blitz all night! If they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. Oh, no idea. <laughs> Not even again. I, uh, uh, play it again? You blitz all night! If they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. Uh, the, 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 um, what's his name from Remember the Titans? It was Remember the Titans, yes, and I need to guess. Um, the only thing I can give you is the white coach. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Will, do you know it? No, I have no idea. You know, something, uh, it's so late in the game, I'm going to give Chris the points. <laughs> <laughs> it's he will Man, get points for the white coach. It was Coach Bill Yost. Oh, because well, remember, if you think about it, the white coach was every other coach, other than, right. Well, than the head coach. now here we are. Now Will has got six. Chris has got five. This is going to Will. Will, if you get this, it ends it. There's no question that Chris can't come back. I like it. And Chris, they this will. this is your time to ch- to to tie it up. You're going to so throw, throw a challenge at him. Throw a challenge. Here we go, Will. Okay. Hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> Will? It's, uh, the Terminator. <laughs> the what? The Terminator. I need it to be more specific than that. <laughs> man, drag your ball, man. <laughs> that is, that's, the, that's what it is, right? Uh, no. It was he. He, he yes, he, I, he, that's his qualification. He is a Terminator, but I need more than that. T one hundred. I don't remember. Is it? Is it? Is it? I thought it was just a Terminator. It was, and then the new one was T one thousand. It. I think it's like Windows XP. Uh, <laughs> I believe the. Uh, no, it was. I thought the Terminator. He's a Terminator unit, but I don't know if he had a name. He did. He had a model number. And Will is actually... It was T-100. You don't have the answers? No, I do have the answer. I'm trying trying to give Chris a chance to fucking steal it. I got nothing. I'm with him. I'm with, at this point, I'm with Will. I'm, like, very interested to find out. Uh, All right. What did you say, Will? T-100. I think we'll give it to him. I always thought it was the T. No, I always thought it was the T five hundred. But no, it is the T one hundred. Will you have scored seven in our games against Chris's five, which means Chris is abysmally lost. There's no hope for him. 
He can't possibly nope. win. He's overdone. The game is over. We've uh, reached the halfway point of the program. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're actually going to take a quick break, and uh, I'm going to tally up the scores and make sure that nothing um, counts whatsoever <laughs> at all. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia, and we will be right back after these important messages. This is Ebenezer Scrooge, and if you're visiting Salem this holiday season, then come in and see me and Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol, presented by the Salem Trolley and the Griffin Theatre. This humorous interactive performance reanimates the Dickens classic. Experience A Christmas Carol with a twist on the Salem Trolley as the holiday tale is brought to life. Tickets are on sale now. Go to SalemTrolley.com and click the special tours link. This is Ebenezer Scrooge wishing you all... A humbug. Love food and wine? Take a Salem Food Tour and discover a delicious way to walk through history. Salem Food Tours are guided walking tours of historic Salem, Massachusetts. They are the perfect way to explore the downtown and waterfront areas while enjoying tastings at some of Salem's best food shops and restaurants. Enjoy talks with chefs and fellow food lovers while learning all about our illustrious maritime spice trades and more. With today's culinary renaissance, locals and visitors agree Salem is truly a delicious place to explore. To get information on our year-round tours or to buy tickets or gift certificates, visit SalemFoodTours.com. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I did, I did um, do the scores, and in fact, it it was not the T, the T one hundred. It was in fact the Terminator, also known as the T eight hundred, or the eight fifty, or the Model one hundred one. So, in fact, Will Noonan did not win seven to five. He only won six to five. But uh, there's still a this is like every contest ever. Will <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, you know something. Speaking of contests, I've I've done my share of uh, comedy contests, and the Boston Comedy Festival just wrapped up. Uh, I think last week or last weekend. Yep. Um, and I don't know if you guys were participant in it, but. Out of the contests and stuff like that, how do you guys uh, how do you guys feel about comedy contests? Uh, I'll start this with um, uh, with Will since I've started this. So, Will, how do you uh, feel about comedy contests? And be honest, it's just it's you know, funny. I just, just did us. a whole. I have a podcast of my own called Hypothetically with Will Noonan, available for free on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. And I just did a whole episode about this because I just did the Boston Comedy Festival, and I I did like okay, but. It's really I, – I freak out over the five-minute set kind of. It's tough for me to like get it all into five minutes, and sometimes I think I try and do too much with the time. It's better to just go out there and just do like maybe one bit, you know? So I kind of stress out about contests personally. And Chris? Uh, yeah, I mean I know they are what they are, I, I, but like Will, it's it, – you you take something that's supposed to be just – you know, a good time and laid back and fun. And it's like now, you know, we all know we're getting judged out there, but to throw that at it on there, I just don't, I didn't do the Boston Comedy Festival this year. I took a year off 
because I just wanted to actually go and hang out and have a good time and yeah. not worry about the the backstory of it. So yeah, I mean, and that's what I did, and I had a lot more fun. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. It's it's. A, I mean, it's one of these things that I, I mean, I felt this long time. I mean, my, my first year, I competed in the um, the beast, the WBCN stitches comedy riot which was kind of trailing off the you know off the uh yeah. <clears throat> off the circuit but it was it, content <clears throat> when uh, comics comics and contest you're judging something that is subjective by nature i mean it's yeah. like just like you can't i've always felt you can't judge figure skating you can't yeah there's a technical aspect and there's a there's the opinion you can judge comedy in a technical aspect but as far as you know, who has a better set? It all depends on who brings people, what the audience relates to. It's, yeah. I always say it's, it's like a it's, surfing contest. It's yeah, you know, it's like way too, it's way too subjective. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, I mean, it's, they, you don't have the same judges every night. You don't have the same audience every night. Everybody doesn't get the same spot. So there's too many things go into it. Yeah, yeah. In Boston too, like if it's your hometown, you might have relationships with some of the judges. It can be really weird. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, one of the judges uh, in my round had fired me from a club. I was like, "Yeah, I don't think he's gonna." Re-. I told him to go fuck himself when he fired me. I was like, "I doubt he's gonna give me a great score." <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and I'll be honest with you, <clears throat> I've competed in uh, Seattle, Boston, Pittsburgh, a uh, bunch of different com- comedy competitions, some multiple, and it's the same thing. It's not so much that you're competing. You know, you have to. Oh, you got to prove yourself because, like Chris said, you know, you're you're already being judged and evaluated as an act. And then what happens is now it's it's the other comics in a lot of, especially around the country, not so much in Boston, but I've really experienced everybody. It turns into the fucking me show. It's like, oh, hey, who? Oh, yeah, I did this, I did this, I did this, and they try to get in your head and try to mess with you. I mean, it's not so bad in Boston, but. Again, I mean, I'm not a big fan of comedy contests, but you know, I do them. I mean, it's necessary. It's one of those things. Yeah, but I think it's one of those. The reason I don't care for them is if the three of us were in a final round of a contest, we're going to be we're not going to be hanging out, goofing and gabbing like we would if we were just on a show. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's yeah. gonna be like, oh, I get, we will to a certain extent, but you also have the I gotta get, I gotta, what am I doing? What's going on? So it takes yeah. the fun backstage out of it. It's it's way too much work. It's not it's not like in a regular comedy show. Everybody's kind of supportive and goes, yeah, go up there and make me work, man. Let's have fun. And you that's know. the thing. Everybody wants everybody to do well because it makes the show better. People come back, but at a contest, you're like, you're wishing people dead. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? You're like, I saw this guy crush last night. I hope he eats it. And that's, I just don't, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. ugh, that's not cool. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he eats it. Suck it. Just suck it. <laughs> yeah. Eat a big dick sandwich, dude. I need to have a good night. That's how it so- goes. So speaking of eat a big dick sandwich, because we're running a little long on time, I want to get to one of my favorite parts of the show, asking the comics and the performers and the entertainers I have in the show about the about their best gig and their worst gig. And I always leave the worst gig second because it's always a better story. Everybody goes, I did the best show and there were kids and there was charity and there were angels and rainbows and everybody's like, wow. And then they tell the best gig and everybody laughs. So, um worst gig will noonan worst oh, i'm sorry best gig will noonan let's start with best best gig oh uh, one of my best gig 
was probably uh, I had a great time last New Year's. I opened for Steve Sweeney uh, at this huge, like thousand seat place in Plymouth, like Plymouth Memorial Hall, and that was like that was really exciting. That was one of the best ones. Uh, uh, actually, I've had good luck opening for Sweeney. His crowds tend to be like really lively, so I've had a few, open for him in a few big places that. It's been really fun, but I definitely know which one was the worst one. Uh, one time, I uh, had no. To wait, 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 wait. Oh, you can't. Oh, you gotta wait because it's always good. It's good, good, bad, bad. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, let's do good, good, bad, bad. Because because you know what's going to happen. Because then Chris has to follow your bad story with his good story. That's true. That's very true. Chris, best gig. Uh, my best gig probably a couple two three years ago. I think three years ago. I uh, I was in the uh, the Boston Comedy Festival. Never even made it out of my opening round, and they asked me to open the finals. And uh, I just did like ten minutes up front. In a, I've never that at that point I had never done the Emerson Majestic. Really? So thousand people in the place. Couldn't see any of them because the way the lighting was. Got my first laugh, and just was hit by a wall of laughs. So it was just a really good time. Like I said, never made it through the opening round. Was at those finals in front of those judges, so nice. I got seen by them, anyways. So that was good, fun time. Worst story, worst gig. Do Will first? Uh, yeah, Will. Let's go with Will first because he was so he was so ready to do that <laughs> one. Let's go with Will uh, first. The worst gig I ever had was I had to do thirty minutes right after a kid. Who had leukemia gave like ten a ten minute speech that was like the saddest thing you've ever heard in your life, and uh, right before him a magician had bombed and like screwed up a bunch of his tricks so the crowd was all freaked out from the magician and the kid made a sad speech and then I had to do thirty minutes to like the just the the saddest and most freaked out crowd ever it was it was I felt every second of that thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. You don't just glance over all that shit you labeled out, dude. You the kid kid with leukemia, I understand. Magician a fucking magician doing bad tricks? What the fuck? Did we lose yeah, your will? Oh there's no, a will. I'm sorry. The guy from the open mic was talking to me. Yeah, it was I was opening for Mike Donovan and it was like a fundraiser and luckily this kid he now is fine. He he ended up getting like totally cured of of the disease, but it was a fundraiser and they had like a magician and the guy it was you know how like the VFW halls are huge? He was doing card tricks and no one could see the cards. Like <laughs> so, so no one no one knew if it was a trick. No one could tell what was going on. Is this your card? I can't see it. Is yeah, and then, it was, and then he had a trick that involved like a beer can, and then he had the little kid come on and do it, and it was just this weird image of a kid, sick kid with a beer can that didn't look right. <laughs> then the kid makes a sad impromptu speech with a DJ's mic that like makes everyone cry, myself included, and then the DJ, in one breath, he's like, wow, what a brave little guy. All right, guys, let's give it up for this comedian for Nick's comedy stuff. He's here tonight. Give it up for Will Noon and everybody, and I just went out. And the love- kid, the kid was there, so I couldn't do adult stuff. Really, it was so horrible. It was rough. Oh my god, I love this part. This part of the show is going to be like my favorite part. <laughs> Chris, worst gig. Uh, so, I mean, it's no real lead up like that. It was just a like a normal. It was a two person show. Wanted me to do a half up front, and then the headliner does forty five. So I went up. 
and they just like again like will said just felt every minute every second of that 30 minutes that they just weren't it was just this venue that wasn't billed as a comedy club, but they decided to do a, cl- a show there, and it was a fundraiser, but nobody kind of knew there was comedy involved. So, <laughs> you know, like the first 15 minutes, we're trying to explain that I was going to do some comedy. Um, and then, so they were like, you know, it's one of we those... We should have done this dinner. first. Yeah. yeah. We could do this all night, then, really. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, I where they're, love it. Like, they're literally clearing plates and serving dessert. Like there's a there's a tray of desserts next to me because there's no stage. I'm in the middle of the floor, and uh, so I I finished my thing. You know, kind of came off, brought the headline around, and now he's on stage fighting with him for at least 15 minutes. And you know, he's like as we pass by each other. He was like, thanks, man. Kind of like that, like sending a soldier home from war. It's like, you did all you could, man. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> you did your job. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm sitting in the back watching him. Because I, I like to see and say, okay, oh. was it me? Is it the crowd? And a woman walks by as she go in, is going to the bathroom, and she just stops, and she goes, you're very courageous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like... I was just like, thank you, but that's not any word that should ever be used when talking about comics. Oh, my God. <laughs> you just sit in the back sometimes in a chair, bring your knees up to your chin and just rock and go, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> just shake a little bit. Uh, but those well, are the ones that you sell your soul on and you get a little better. Uh, well, thank you guys. I mean, I love the stories. Thanks for playing the games. Uh, here's what we're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up because I know you guys have uh, you guys are actually doing some uh, some shows. So yeah. I'm gonna wrap this up for the show, guys. Thank you so much for uh, for joining Thanks, us Mark. tonight. Uh, I'm Mark Scalia. This has been Radio Irregardless, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Next week will be a special holiday broadcast that will still be live, and then after that, we're gonna go on hiatus. Uh, until January 1st, 2014. If you want to be a guest, if you want to be on the show or to be a sponsor or do a promo or info radio regardless, just email me at radioirregardless at gmail.com or mark at markscalia.com. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Enjoy your week. We'll this see you soon. Radio Irregardless, hosted by Mark Scalia, your non standard blend of their respective listening and regardless enjoy. Radio Air Regardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live from Salem, Massachusetts via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests, courtesy of Skype, and all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme music, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupree. All material and content, property of MS Enterprises, and copyrighted 2013. Thank you for listening. And finally, anyone who uses the terms irregardless, a whole nother, or all of the sudden shall be sent to a work camp.